JP Pod. I'm your host, JP. I'm Fiddler Leona. You just looked at me like this wasn't the JP Pod. <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of awkward stop or the pause you had. No, it's just you gotta be thankful. I just uh, wondered if you are okay. You gotta be thankful. <laughs> yeah, like that. Like that I guess. Exactly. Oh, how's everybody doing this week? Uh, we've been off for a few days. I've uh, been out of town uh, this past weekend. We did uh, Kobe miniature Kobe tour, mm-hmm. Kobe Japan, out in the western, towards the western end of Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, famous for beef, Kobe beef, Kobe beef, uh, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, named after. Kobe. Yeah, but he pronounces his name Kobe, but it's technically Kobe. But <laughs> But we didn't get to eat Kobe beef. Never do. <laughs> uh, usually in Japan, when you go to a location, uh, someone's hosting you, or, or you know, you've got a friend there meeting you. They'll always want to take you out to eat and always supply you with the most local delicacy. And every time I've ever been to Kobe, people are always like, "What would you like to eat?" And I'm always like, "Whatever this place is famous for." And they're like, "Hmm." Maybe a okonomiyaki. Yeah, or maybe, uh, maybe ramen noodles or something like. And I'm thinking like everybody in the world knows what Kobe is famous for. So the the thing is, Kobe beef is very you know like branded. Right. And uh, for people in Kobe, you know they could even get the same quality of meat, but not called Kobe beef. Or like not stamped. Quite right, right, because it's but, not going out of town. So, 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 yeah, but be able to get it cheap, like you know, tens of what it's supposed to be. Right, around. right. So, you know, I still don't... never got any of that. I've never ate steak in well, Kobe. I mean, I mean, if you have like five hundred dollar to just spend for one meal, yeah, I know. Then you can, I guess. But, but uh, yeah, I've never had the Kobe uh, anyway, beef in Kobe. But anyway, we did enjoy COVID. We did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't need no beef, but uh, maybe next time, if anybody's <laughs> listening. Uh, but uh, yeah, what uh, what did we do? Um, <laughs> what did we do? Then? What did we do? Yeah. Did you forget? Yeah, them? what happened down there? <laughs> well, uh, we went to a place called Silk Road mm. to have a daytime concert. Mm-hmm. Um, Silk Road, it's been there, I, I believe they said that it's been there more than 30 years. Uh-huh. Um, you know, that uh, lady I played a while ago, Rattlesnake Annie, has mm. been there performing. So yeah. and so. But, um, and they had the killer... Ah, J.D. Crow uh, in the New South. Uh, poster. Yeah, I guess 70s. Late seventies, so. uh, Japan tour poster it had uh, Jerry Douglas on dobro, Tony Rice on guitar, uh, Bobby Sloan on bass, and somebody else. Oh, Ricky Skaggs on mandolin. Sorry, I forgot about him. <laughs> so, so, but that was that was that was a cute poster. Mm, if you haven't really nice. uh, if you haven't looked at it, I think yeah, it's on our Facebook page yeah, at uh, so. uh, John Paul USA dot JP. But uh, so we played it there and. Um, like I said, it's a daytime show because uh, there's uh, people who's living on top of mm-hmm. that venue mm-hmm. and uh, they often complain about the noise, like, so they can't Do have a concert in nighttime concert. anymore. Yeah. However, it was a very nice venue and uh, I really enjoyed it. And uh, there were, you know, people we already have known. Yeah, yeah, we had old before. friends and new friends. So, so, so. Uh, that that came to the concert, so it was very interesting. Yeah, uh, then, interesting uh, day. That was a very hot day. And uh-huh. It was pretty. Uh, it was nice weather, but it was uh, temperature was getting pretty hot. Mm-hmm. But then next day we were at a place called the Shinkaichi. We mm-hmm. had a uh, we were performing at the Shinkaichi Music Festival, and um, it was pouring rain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, non-stop. Right. And uh, we were under the tent. 
<laughs> short tan yeah. that nobody could really see your face because you're so tall. Yeah, basically the whole time I, my from my neck up was under the tent, so all, the people standing out there watching couldn't see my. All they could see was me from neck down. So, but uh, I really appreciate all the people who stood in the rain with the umbrella. Just, you know, I mean it's soaking wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we got to, you know, have. New people who's uh, who was interested in our music mm-hmm. and bought our CDs and stuff, so that I was really appreciating on that. But um, next day, I usually yeah. the Monday, um, usually every second second Monday. Monday of the month, I'm always on Radio Kansai. Uh, the main guy is Goro Tani Tani mm. Goro San's um, radio show. I'm always doing the kind of like a phone interview thing mm-hmm. monthly I talk about you know uh, things are, uh, things that's different in Japan and United States or some music, or some or music stuff yeah, something right. like that but uh, we were able to go to the studio and uh, even played a couple tunes mm-hmm. and um, even the night before we got to he came down to watch us at yeah, the yeah. festival in the rain so who is he? Goro-san. Yeah, yeah, explain. Goro-san is yeah. like, um, um, obviously he plays bluegrass. Mm-hmm. He loves bluegrass music. He's, he plays mandolin. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has a band called Gorosho. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bluegrass band. However, it is a little bit more of the comedy touch yeah. throughout the whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually got to know him through my dad. My dad helped or worked with him a long time ago or so. And uh, I really grew up listening to his band's album. Mm-hmm. Um, if you understand Japanese, it's a really fun mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. to listen to. Mm-hmm. But uh, he actually still performs as a Goro show. And um, so he's a comedy person, bluegrass player. Mm-hmm. Uh, radio show personality part. Right, right. Yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, lots of stuff. He I does. see. Well, and uh, so, so you when you when you do his show, I guess it's mostly kind of funny, like whatever you're talking about ends up getting made fun of, or <laughs> something like that. Something like that. I mean, like I talk about sometimes I talk about you <laughs> making uh, fun of me or something. So, so making fun of you, or like talk about some topics or anything you know that you feel strange about or awkward about Japanese custom or you know or even other way like uh, why do Japanese people do this right what's the deal with the broom (laughs) or whatever like why does you why do you use (laughs) this broom that don't really sweep that type of yeah but uh, so if you're um interested in um, listen to his show. Like Radio show. Kansai. Radio Kansai. Tanigoro's Kokoro ni Kiku Radio. Alright, so we, we did that this weekend. Had a wonderful time. Uh-huh. Uh, took the bullet train down and back. Uh-huh. Uh, got to eat some great food. I, I, we did have that one thing that was unbelievable. Uh, ah, chicken Goro-san. skin gyoza. So instead of the, the normal dough kind of gyoza skin, gyoza skin they use chicken skin. So, so, tori, torikawa gyoza. And gyoza, if you're listening back in the States, uh, sometimes it's referred to as pot stickers. Mm-hmm. But it's Chinese dumpling kind of things or whatever, which are great, but when you wrap them in chicken skin and fry them, that's even a whole different situation. So, of course, we had like doteyaki, that's Kansai food, also. Type thing right with the cognac, devil's tongue, the devil's tongue, which is basically compressed so he, seaweed. He enjoyed how we call cognac as in devil's tongue. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's kind of a, I guess that kind of came from maybe like sailors, maybe you know, that were uh, going around Asia and they saw that and that was the way they described it mm, because that's uh, very scary. We don't have it mm-hmm. at all, mm-hmm. other than uh, at like Japanese grocery stores or something. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so anyway, so we got some things coming up. What do we got coming up? Yes, well, um, rest of this month, it's kind of a lot of, uh, private concerts. Got a couple. We got one today we're getting ready to get ready for. So, Bath Water's but in, um, uh, 
June, mm-hmm. we have a few uh, music festivals that we are going to be showing up. Uh, both of them are in Tochigi Prefecture. Mm-hmm. Um, one is coming up pretty soon, June the 3rd. Um, I will be in I will be in a place called Kuroiso, which is a Tochigi Prefecture. Nas, I'll be there too. Nasu area. Mm-hmm. Um, Kuroiso Oto Aruki is the festival's name. Um, it's in the Nas Shiobara area. You can take a bullet train and it's about it's right there right? Hour and a little bit maybe it's right at the station too right or right near the station well all the croissant right. so you can't get to it by right uh bullet train you have to take one yeah so, so, so. but uh we will be in uh we'll be performing at the place uh i think it's a like a restaurant slash concert venue called times cafe we are um going to be on 340 mm-hmm. and uh, it's a free event and like I said you'll be having a lot of uh, pop music folk music dance all kinds of different stuff so we will be there on June mm. the 3rd that's like a city festival kind mm-hmm. of deal and then the other one is called Sakura Django Django Reinhardt is that what you say Reinhardt Reinhardt yeah. so Sakura Django Reinhardt Festival, it, which is in Tochigi Prefecture as well. That's, like I said, June the 30th. Mm. Um, it starts at June the 30th, and then it goes until next day, July 1st. Right. And, uh, but we'll be Does performing... June just have 30 days in it? Yeah. Okay. But we'll be having... We'll be playing on June 30th. I don't know the time yet, but that's soon as I'll figure out. Um, I'll... Uh, I'll uh, post on my Facebook or yeah, we'll have another uh, show between now and then so we can talk. Like it's Sakurashi Kitsuregawa. I had to Google this place's name. I couldn't read this. What's it near? What's it near? Right. Uh, uh, nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. <laughs> it's so, just in Tochigi. It's in Tochigi Sakurashi. Okay. I've never been. So. Okay, so me neither. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be there. We'll give you some more information once we get it, uh, get it, uh, get it going or something. But uh, so I guess that's is that pretty much about. Uh, yeah, I mean I know we have other things coming up, but I, we they're a little further down the road, mm-hmm. so we'll let them see it. Is that about all we have? Mm-hmm. All right. So now. play guitar for an hour. Huh? <laughs> well, then people won't listen to it. Oh, everybody listen to that. They'll be like, what's he doing? And I'll be like, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Mountain Story Time, that's uh, basically, today it's going to be about cars, mm-hmm. vehicles. Uh, so when we were back in Tennessee, mm-hmm. I've always, you know, for a long, well, for a long time, uh, my original car was a Chevrolet Blazer. Mm-hmm. But for since that point... <laughs> Uh, after my very first vehicle, <laughs> you always wonder what a vehicle is. Yeah. Vehicle is anything. I know, but I car, why would SUV. You call, because it's a car. Right. And why would you call that vehicle suddenly? And sometimes it's my car. Well, my first vehicle you know, was a SUV. So vehicle is supposed to be bigger car slash truck anything 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 you ride around <laughs> in kind of oh my gosh so yeah. basically car is also vehicle as yeah well. yeah so that's so confusing yeah well but, but yeah it, it's it's just a general category so anyway so my first vehicle was uh you know the Blazer, big giant, nineteen eighty-five K five mm. Blazer, and then my, but from that point on, after that was always a Honda mm. Civic. Actually, the same Honda Civic. So, so with the wing on. <laughs> Not a big <laughs> wing or whatever. It was just a tiny spoiler, but but yeah. 
So uh, I actually drove that car for almost right at three hundred and fifteen thousand miles. Oh yeah, I know. And it blew it blew up. Uh, you almost said blowed up. Yeah, I, I did say about to say blowed up. Everybody in Japan, all, all the gaijin that I've been talking to are saying, "Boy, you've got some really nice pronunciation on your English." And I don't know if they're just being smart asses or yeah, if that's. Uh, I'm sure they are. They're like, "Oh, you're uh, you're doing yeah. some very good dialect or something." Yeah, your car's blowed up. Yeah, my car blowed up. <laughs> so, so anyway, when it blowed up on me, I had to get another one. And Leona had gotten a Toyota. I mean, they're good cars, but they look like something Granny's Drive or something to me. Yeah, Well, any Toyota to me looks like something my oh, Grandma so, drives. Okay. But, but you had that little old bitty Yaris. So what happened was, is my Honda blew up. So. And after 315,000 miles. So I, I myself am a believer in Honda uh -huh. after 315,000 miles. So, like, I never even had anything done to that car. Well, like, it's great. Like, I just changed the oil in it and changed the batteries and stuff. I only changed spark plugs one time. Whoever put that car, the person yeah. put that car together was, must have been the greatest yeah. mechanic so, or something. Nothing, <laughs> nothing ever wrong with it, Major. Mm. Except it blew up. But <laughs> it blowed up. Blowed up. But anyway, uh, so being a fan of Honda or whatever, uh, I wanted... Uh, uh -oh. What? We've got Hold an earthquake on. going Hold on here. On. Hold, Hold on. on. Time out. Hold on. Is that bad over with? It's still going. Hold on. All right. We're going to open the door here. Some sort of emergency procedures. Is it still going? Yeah. All right. Still going. I've got this little thing that hangs from the ceiling. I can kind of watch and see what happens. That's pretty unreal. We've got a live earthquake on this podcast. Oh my gosh, hold on. It's pretty big. Hold on. That is pretty big. I think it's dying down now. Huh. No, it's still, still going. That's rolling pretty good. I guess it was just meant for me not to talk about that this vehicle or something. So anyway, we got this earthquake going on. We might go into earthquake talk here. We'll have special special episode. Hold on, we're still we're still watching the the things sway back and forth. Nothing too major or anything, I don't believe, unless it gets much heavier. I believe it's about done, Leona. Yeah. All right. There, her basically, there's this little angel thing that hangs from a string on the <laughs> ceiling. And that's what I look at to see if there's an earthquake happening. It's very primitive or whatever, but uh, so so anyway, we got a whole lot of shaking going on here. But uh, so that's that's pretty much finished. Get on the computer there, see if you can figure out where it's at. We'll go into <laughs> earthquake talk. All right, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa. Watch out! <laughs> Listen, there's the law and everything outside. Here's a new segment on our show. Earthquake talk. When we bring the shaking live to you. So anyway, you get a lot. You get several earthquakes here. <laughs> I'd say since I've been here, on average, there's about what well, about one a month. It feels pretty oh, good. This was the Chiba. Chiba. That's actually pretty close. Chiba. What kind of number was it? I mean, in my numbers. Uh, <laughs> in the Richter scale. Scale. In Japan, they have Still different not. shaking. They're, they're, they they also use the Richter scale, so, 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 but they have a shaking number also. So, uh, it's called a shindo, ne? Mm -hmm. and uh, shindo goes through one through almost like seven or eight or something like that. Right. And uh, if it's shindo one, mm -hmm. shindo ichi, or ni, two, mm -hmm. usually you don't. If you're like doing something, you may not feel so. Right, you won't even notice so, if you're walking around. So usually after three-ish mm -hmm. um, you feel it or you see things are That was probably shaking. a three to us, wasn't it? I would say so. But, said, four and Chiba. So, so also depends on what floor Yeah, if you're up on the top if you're oh, like yeah. a 20 story building you're going to be swinging everywhere. Oh, yeah. You want to be on the first floor unless the building falls down. Ah. Okay, so it was a Chiba, uh -huh. right 
like a top part of Chiba, uh, uh-huh. uh, east side, isn't it? Mm-hmm. and uh, the magnitude five point three, so it was pretty big. That's that's a that's a that's pretty good earthquake, five point three. Good, huh? well, I mean, pretty good size. So, but if you're in Japan and if you feel earthquake. Mm-hmm. And you're in the room or something. Make sure to run to the door and make sure you open the door. Most 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 doors in Japan have props on them. So. And a lot of people always wonder why do all these doors have props? That way, if there is an earthquake, you're supposed to swing the door open and just prop it. That way, if the frame or something of the building was to get uh, bowed up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, 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 you yeah. wouldn't want to get trapped inside the door. So and then uh, the uh, the thing I did just then was to put the socks on because if something breaks on the ground, you're gonna have to step onto it. So if something big happens, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'd probably put some shoes on. (laughs) You know, if you if something big time was to happen like that. But yeah, that was that was a that was a pretty good one. Most of the time, you know, most of the time the first one's the main one. Sometimes that's not the case. Mm. But. Sometimes the second one mm-hmm. is uh, bigger than the first one because it's about to trying to explode or trying to, you know, the bottom mm. land it's trying slide to, or something. So, so, mm-hmm. so, so first two times are pretty strong. So. so yeah. So anyway, so I guess that'll just kill my car talk or whatever. So we had the earthquake section. <laughs> Uh, we'll get into the car talk uh, a little bit later. Well, well, let's go. We'll do the car talk. We might. Uh, we'll just do a, a condensed version. So anyway, I used to. So after my car blowed up, mm-hmm. I wanted a Honda, mm-hmm. but my aunt worked at uh, Acura Place. Oh, and also, we needed a new car because my Toyota was yeah getting older, six years old, yeah. or something. So we needed something new, and, she, and my aunt worked at the Acura place. And Acura is, you know, a little bit fancier Honda. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I could afford an Acura. I mean, that was not bad. And, you know, I just I called her, and she said, yeah, come over. We can." And I was thinking, well, I might end up having to get a used one or something like that. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, you know, I got in there and started looking at them, and the regular ones, not the real, real expensive ones, mm-hmm. but the plain ones were pretty, you know, they were a little expensive, but not like I thought. Sorry. They were within reach because I always remember you don't have to be rich to drive a Bill Gatton Acura. You just have to be smart. <laughs> Brought to you by Bill Gatton Acura. So, but uh, Johnson City, Tennessee. But anyway, so we got that, and and you know I'm I'm into Japan things. Mm-hmm. So I I collect all these stickers and stuff. So so in Japan, if you're a first year. Like a new driver, like just past the yeah. driver's license mm-hmm. this and uh, driving around, you are, so you you have to, you must, um, have a sticker. Yeah, that's it's kind of yellow and green. green. How do you call those? Shoshin uh, I don't know. We don't have like anything. A strange. Like that. I don't know what I don't that shape know. is. But like you know, handicapped <laughs> drivers have to have a handicap. Tag or sticker or something. In Japan, if you're a first year driver, you have to have have those. Yeah. And then the senior driver. Yeah, if like you're over sixty five or something like that, seventy. I don't know. Uh, then yeah. they have to have like a senior mm. mark, which is you know like a leave yeah, or, chief or something like that. But also, you can purchase those at dollar stores. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like an official thing. You can get them everywhere. So yeah. So. So, you often, I mean, you love dollar store here, mm-hmm. so um, you go to the Kekuen shop and buy those and bring it back to Tennessee and then put in those yeah. on. And I also get other stickers. I remember this one time I got uh, uh, I got these two stickers. I'd, I'd actually ordered these online, and I was so excited. Leona was going to get so excited or impressed or something. And basically, they were the they were the city seals of Tokyo oh. like the, the state of Tokyo or whatever like the government seals and I got them and I'm like hey look at these and I pull them up she's like what's that like she don't even know what they are or something but it's like on every like uh, manhole so. that is true uh, uh, buses mm. <laughs> everywhere 
And I got the. She's like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, I mean, of course, because I'm from Tokyo, so I'm not paying attention to those mark like uh, you know, like supposed to state that's Tokyo. <laughs> I know, like, oh, this is Tokyo. Oh, this is the symbol of Tokyo. I don't do that. Nah, I guess not. That's all I think about. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so so we you know we uh, uh, we put those things you know on the car or something like that, and mm-hmm. have a magnet or something. So we're riding around, you know, not thinking about it, and there's this whole culture. In the world, actually. I guess so. Yeah, because of the movie, what, that Fast and the Furious? I think so. Uh, this kind of car racing, like uh, European and Japanese import cars mm. with wings and, uh, and all this stuff. And it, drifting. So. so, which I guess drifting is just like riding into a curve sideways <laughs> or something. I don't know. I still don't really understand. Like, you just slide into a corner or something. So, so. But see, like, even in those movies, they mm-hmm. have this this scene of being in middle, right in the middle of Shibuya. Uh-huh. That, that, uh, uh... The crosswalk. Crosswalk. Where all the people, so, so, like, so, so, so. 10,000 people at a time walk so, across so, so, the road. <laughs> the car goes sliding you know, going on that sideway yeah. road type uh-huh. of thing. So people in Kentucky or Tennessee or I guess everywhere else. I mean, they're basically everywhere. <laughs> it's not just a Tennessee thing. Be- believe, like, all the people in Tokyo drift. All the time. Like, I've had that question asked to me uncomfortably <laughs> like four or five times. Like... So, like, hey man, does everybody in is everybody in Tokyo drift, drift. when they drive? I'm like, <laughs> like, like, when can you drift in right in the middle of Shibuya? You know? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I mean, maybe at like two a.m. or something, you might do it one time or something. Yeah, probably but, not. But uh, I mean, but uh, you know, I don't know. It's created this phenomenon, and it's just kind of you know, it's unbelievable to think that people think somewhere in the world people are just like sliding sideways <laughs> around all the curves and stuff like like what's the deal with that like yeah like, i don't know because i'm not really into those like yeah wings and so, so. stuff like that but they are they are all over the world so even when we were riding our car in tennessee with mm-hmm. those you know a little bit of tokyo symbols or those uh uh sticker that we bought yeah. at the dollar store situation there's one car behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, they were into those Japanese culture or yeah. those drifting culture mm-hmm. or whatever. They're getting so close to our car. Mm-hmm. You know, everywhere we go, they're like, they're like really behind us. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I noticed on the mirror, uh-huh. um, they were trying to take pictures. Yeah, with their phones. So, so, so. Yeah, yeah. Of our cars. And, and I don't know if anybody's listening to this that works for Japanese tourism or anything like that. I know a lot of people always focus on, like, animation. Mm-hmm. There's probably just as many people that are into that car stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it seems like that's not ever pushed very much in Japan. Like, by the government or, like, tourism or anything like that. Mm true but people but, love like but what would you do like you get the experience of drifting like, make a drifting track <laughs> yeah somewhere on the outside of tokyo make a well, track where people could drift i mean there is those you know the racing places yeah. in tokyo uh, japan as well right. so true so if anybody out there if anybody's an investor and thinks that's a good idea send me an email at uh, johnpaul.jp or johnpaulusa.jp <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah. And, uh, that was the shortest email. Yeah, it was. That was, that was like, <laughs> what's, your, what's your website? www.com. <laughs> like, I wish my website was www.com. <laughs> That'd be unreal. But uh, uh, so anyway, he uh, uh, if anybody's interested in that idea, we need to get a drifting course. Drifting course, man. Yeah. Awesome. And that way when, the, when foreigners come to visit Japan... Like they can have their fast and furious experience like f- first, first hand. Sure. They can. Well, well, maybe we'll talk to those 
people who is in cars because we do have yeah we have some friends that are in the car. cars and stuff like that like Lamborghinis and stuff oh yeah like that so you know I'm more of an accurate guy but anyway <laughs> if you if you want to you know check out Bill Gatton Acura uh, Johnson City Tennessee uh, you can uh, get you get you a good deal and uh, and and see what's happening so the earthquakes got us a little bit out of a uh, little bit out of time here. But uh, we're still we're still moving right along. Uh, basically, what we're going to do now is we're going to move quickly into our second section, third section. I'm sorry, which is hold on. Not in Japan. Anyway, so that sounded more like not in Mexico, but. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, so basically what we're going to talk about quickly here are the Shinkansen, which is bullet train mm. in Japan. Since we rode the bullet trains this weekend. Too cold, isn't it? Uh, bullet train in Japan, Shinkansen, um, is basically, I'm trying to think, it's probably one of the easiest modes of transportation that I've ever dealt with. And the safest. And safest. I mean, you're basically moving along at Anywhere between 150 to 190 kilometers an hour, mm. whatever that is, in miles per hour. Mm. Hold on. Alexa, how many miles per hour is 175 kilometers per hour? 175 kilometers per hour is 109 miles per hour. So, yeah, you're running around about 110, and I think the fastest one goes up to 190-something, so it's going about 120-something. So you're on a train doing pretty good doing <laughs> pretty yeah, good yeah. yeah you're moving pretty you're drifting <laughs> uh, uh, okay. but you're not drifting sideways you're drifting front ways mm -hmm. so so anyway since alexa knew the answer to that that kind of helps a perspective for me but uh, but basically in uh, in japan the bullet train is a it, it's a little bit what did we figure out it's just a little bit more expensive like to go to kobe on the bullet train uh. than to get the airplane I mean, lately, you know, airplanes are offering those really, really cheap tickets. Like if you, if you fly six thirty in the morning, yeah. then you pay less than hundred dollar to go to anywhere or something right. like that. But, but you, have you to also pay for your have baggage. to pay for your baggage or the printing the tickets or whatever those you know kind of stupid yeah. reasoning. Well, it's kind of, actually, I was just reading something uh, yesterday or something. There's a new law in the United States now where airlines don't have to tell you how much the ba they, they no longer have to tell you how much baggage charges baggage charges are what yeah so you could just get there and like if they had a bunch of bags or luggage or something on the plane they could just charge you whatever they wanted to at oh that moment God. so they'd be like ah 150 dollars a bag that does not work really good with me yeah it's not it's not no. no it's not very much uh, because i am always the one person who put maximum amount of everything right 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 everything yeah so i like to you know uh, just a word for the wise i like to know what my situation is before yeah. i go in there but anyway but so uh, so anyway so you know flying is a little bit it's a little bit could be cheaper could be a tad bit cheaper mm. but you also have to go to the airport in Japan, not as early, but... But so many hours before, yeah. and then you have to be at the gate yeah. before so-and-so, so, blah, blah, blah. Have to go through security. And, you know, if you're in Tokyo, you're probably going to have to take a train to get to the airport or a taxi. So, so, so. Uh, so like, end up kind of about the same anyway. Yeah, And yeah. then the time being, you know, you have to be at the airport so many hours before you mm -hmm. fly. So, so, end up about the same. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, this time we took bullet train. And the thing I like about bullet train is most likely they are on time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Usually. So. And it's very safe. There's never been, I think if I'm not mistaken, there's never been a, there's never even been an actual accident or a fatality because of the bullet train. I know that one year we were here, that guy burned himself up in a bullet train and burnt the guy next to him up or something. That's the lady, yeah. But that wasn't the train. No, no. Burning anybody up. I know. That guy just set himself on fire. So, 
that was horrible. Yeah. But other than that, usually that don't they don't have any like you know accident type mm-hmm. thing. Other than earthquake situation or but something like that. But each bullet train, everybody always worries about. We just had one just then. Let's say we were on a bullet train right mm-hmm. then. There's a there's a uh, kind of a I don't want to call it it's kind of bad but like a dead man switch. So if something if there's a certain amount of shaking felt it triggers the train and automatically shuts the train down and it comes to a stop. Stop. So uh, and I don't know what the threshold is. I don't know what the limit. I'm sure there is a limit to what shaking is severe enough to kick the train off. Uh huh. Uh huh. But. but anyway, so it'll kick the kick the train off, and then you just kind of come to a slow stop and wait till the earthquake's over with, and then move on. Mm-hmm. But so, what nandanin about this bullet train? Uh, well, I, so far it's just unreal. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, in the bullet train, there's there's a crew obviously uh-huh. working there. Yeah. And the funniest thing to me. I guess the most non-DNM part mm-hmm. to me, and you know, a lot of foreigners that visit Japan, well, maybe not a lot, just maybe people that I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe people I know are weird. But... Definitely. <laughs> like, whenever the 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 crew person enters your car that you're in on the train mm-hmm. and exits your car, mm-hmm. when they enter, they bow. Mm-hmm. Like, to everybody there, which is kind of unreal because there's nobody turned around backwards. They could not bow. Nobody would see them. I know. Uh, and then they get to the front of the car, like going to the next car, and then they flip around as the automatic door opens, and they turn around, and they bow to you. That's where everybody can see them. So anytime, like I have never in my life seen anyone even look at these people or acknowledge them, acknowledge. except me and my people. <laughs> Because I don't know what it is. If somebody, I guess it's a Tennessee or a mountain thing or something. If somebody nods or acknowledges you, you have to like. I think I think it's more of an American thing. Uh, but nobody else does it, or they just too afraid to do it or something. Like other guys. Well, you. I mean, I mean, in the U.S., if you go by somebody, then. They, you might say, or they might say hi or something like that. That happens. Right, right. I know that's kind of an American thing so, to acknowledge strangers. That's right. Yeah. But we don't even have that kind of culture. Mm-hmm. You know, you've faced the situation even if you're trying to acknowledge a person and saying konnichiwa or something, but they wouldn't even say anything back or even yeah. look at you or anything like I've that. I've kind of got this thing where if I try to apologize to somebody... I start out and I give them about three apologies, mm-hmm. and if they don't respond back to me, then I just kiss them. <laughs> so, so, so. so it, but, and I then mean, I say, or whichever you want, whatever. But you know that situation. Yeah, so yeah. It's not very common to be like saying konnichiwa type no, thing all true. the time. I mean, I do a lot. Right, right. But. Yeah, that is true. I mean, it's kind of like even in Japan, whenever I open the. Uh, if I open the door for like a a lady, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful young lady mm-hmm. or something like that, yeah, I always do, yeah. yeah, or an old old beautiful lady, <laughs> an old lady that's beautiful, yeah. <laughs> maybe an old beautiful lady. Mm-hmm. If I you know if I open the door for them, actually though they love it. Oh yeah, of but course. they're kind of shocked. Like at first they don't know whether they should walk through the door or if I'm going like like shut it on them or something. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean. Like I said, Japan is still a, having these old culture mm-hmm. of a female just needs to sit in the house and cook and clean mm. and all that. Right, right. Kind of like ba- basically maids. Right, right. Type of you know, right. culture. That's just our culture mm. still exists. Right. So, man being rude to female is okay is still okay and that mm. you see that everywhere right right so i mean I, of course if i were being treated like oh, that yeah, i, you'd say I something. usually yeah. say something yeah, yeah right <laughs> but, but also nobody wants to deal with you neither <laughs> no 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 not oh. uh, no, no <laughs> japanese guy would be interested in me but uh yeah that's that's you know so if 
Japanese mm. lady were treated like a princess, like there are, you know, like you can go ahead and I'll wait for you, blah, 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 type of a situation. Mm. It's like, oh my gosh, this, so, this American person is so kind and... I guess that's true. Yeah, gentle, uh-huh. you know. That is true. Oh, yeah. Huh. But, but anyway, so... So as the train personnel leaves mm-hmm. the train and they turn around, you know, they give a little bow. So, so. Whatever. I guess, you know, thanks for being a customer kind of thing. Uh. Or maybe more of, a, you know, they're sitting there reading or eating or whatever mm-hmm. the situation. So I guess they're bowing to, like, sorry for interrupting your convenience. I guess, I guess, yeah, not really bothering nobody. That, but now here's where it gets me. They're actually bothering me because now I have to acknowledge it. <laughs> so, so now they've turned around and bowed, and I have to, le- okay. I have to lean out into the aisle, <laughs> and then I have to give them a, a big head nod. Like, <laughs> I have to acknowledge so. their their bow. And nobody else on the train, except whenever we were on, whenever we're on tour. <laughs> Uh, with our friends from Tennessee or whatever, know, and then we all we all look at each other when they come through and and they do the bow, and then we all three of us kind of nod like <laughs> or wave at them or something like hey, oh my god, hey, but yeah. and then the other thing we notice, and this is kind of a newer thing, I haven't noticed this until the other day. The other day uh-huh. And I guess it's because the Olympics are coming and they're mm-hmm. trying to get like more English information Something. on everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like horrible English information. <laughs> but so, so all of the people on the train now, they have their Japanese name tag. Uh-huh. They're wearing a train uniform. Mm. I include in all kinds of the hats, hats with and like and buttons and badges and stuff so, on so. it. And uh, you know, they've got, they've got stuff going on everywhere. And, so anyway, uh, they've got a new tag under their name tag in English. And, you know, I was thinking, oh, some guy was walking. I was like, oh, it's going to have his name in English. So if somebody asked about him or something. So, no, every one of them just claims train crew. Uh, no matter if they're selling snacks or if they're like the conductor or if they're like somebody walking around doing nothing. I don't know what they're doing. Like, everybody's thing just claims train crew. Well, obviously. <laughs> I know you're the train crew. Well, I mean, crew. like I said, uh, in Japan, there's a possibility somebody could be cosplaying or... Yeah, but not out in public. I will say I will say something about cosplaying. We can get into a whole section on that. Okay. You know, everybody in the States, you know, I like comic books and things like that. And I, sometimes around those comic book convention kind mm-hmm. of situations. And... Everybody in the United States has this like conception that Japanese people are cosplaying all the time, mm. like walking around in cosplay, mm. which they do have oh, in Japan a lot of cosplaying events. Mm. But what people will do is they will never go to the event hardly in their cosplay. They wear regular clothes. That's all. Yes. Do you ever see anybody in their cosplay? No. <laughs> Think about it. Walking around. I, mean, here. I just don't think I have a friend who would be doing cosplaying all the time. Well, that's true. Yeah. But but it's just like um, uh, even remember on Halloween, everybody was getting the coin lockers, and before they left the Halloween event, they were changing back into their regular clothes. Nobody wanted to be seen traveling hardly. Uh, it kind of depends on a half and half. I would say. Right, right, right. Some people do that from. But basically, if you come to Tokyo, don't expect to see people cosplaying constantly all around you. Not all the time. No. It's not not like that completely. But there are a lot of events. But anyway, so so there's a possibility somebody could be cosplaying. Very slight chance possibility. About like the chance of being being killed in a bus by an airplane. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Or being killed on a bullet train by being hit by an airplane. Mm. So... So anyway, so these, you know, they, they've got this. But I do have to say, the service is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can literally take a quarter. If you're sitting in the window seat, you can take a quarter while you're moving on the bullet train. Oh, okay. And set it up on its side. Okay. And it will stay there. 
I know, but you just said that they did provide a great service, and then that was the story. I was like thinking of you can spend that coin no, for the, some services. The, and... Oh no, I mean their service is great, <laughs> but the thing that, that gets me is I can just take my coin. You know, their service is great, but you know, I don't want to pay for it, so I'm gonna sit over here and play with quarters. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I mean it doesn't really shake as much, and then uh, it's a very smooth ride, everything. But the services are good, also. You get to have a Lunchbox. Uh, mm. There's a lady with the cart mm-hmm. goes around. She's and got sell beer, beer, wine, coffee, uh, snacks, snacks, tater chips, uh, lunchbox, tater chips, <laughs> uh, all kinds of bars. stuff. Yeah, whatever you want. So, I, I think they may sell uh, shinkansen goods also, but uh, like the ones that you'll collect or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I've got all kinds of toy trains so, 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 and stuff so. like Every that. Every time I... he makes me buy those ones. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so 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 the services are pretty good, and mm-hmm. uh, if you are thinking of coming to Japan uh, sometime in the future, and uh, you may travel by bullet train, then I would recommend you to purchase JR Pass. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're looking for a place to get that on online, you can uh, just go to Google and type in Japan Experience, mm-hmm. and uh, it's actually I think they're out of. Uh, the headquarters is out of France, mm-hmm. Paris, or somewhere. But if you order your train pass, the you most amazing it. thing happens, man. <laughs> you get it. Like, the next morning, so you get a package from Paris, and you don't even know, in Tennessee, and you don't even know how it got there so, that so, quickly. So, so. <laughs> but, uh, like I said, usually if you just purchase regular, you know, uh, bullet train tickets, it's pretty expensive. But uh, uh, foreign visitors mm. are allowed to buy purchase those JR pass and you can't ride Nozomi which is the quickest bullet train however you can get on the second or third uh, quickest Hikari. Yeah. Hikari is the second quickest one and uh, that can get you anywhere and you well, can choose actually... 7 days 14 days 12, 21 days ticket and um, it's worth it so Actually, you can uh, you can get uh, you can actually ride the fastest bullet train in Japan, the one that goes up towards Sendai. Basically, that one train line from Osaka to Tokyo has that or Nozomi, right? Uh, but uh, but what? I'm not sure if that I know you're talking about yeah. the newest one. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if that's included or not, but. Right. We rode it, so... That was not JR Pass. Oh, that wasn't a JR Pass? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was when we just bought it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, just if, if they if they ask you, just tell them I said that it was okay <laughs> for you to ride that fastest one. No, uh, so we did ride it, though. I'm correct, right? We did ride, but that was not out nah, of a JR Pass. I see. So anyway, you can check on that, but there's bullet trains all across Japan, uh, and, and I highly recommend uh, if you come to Japan to do that, because basically if you're going to take two long trips, round uh-huh. trip, that's worth what the ticket costs. Mm. And when you're in when you're in Tokyo or any other city that has JR, which is the national train line, so, so, so. you can use that JR pass to even ride local trains. So, so if you ride a lot of trains, which will happen in Japan, mm-hmm. um, it's worth purchasing. Yeah, because even a local train ride might be two bucks. Two hundred yen or three hundred yen. One way. One way. So if you think about that, riding around all day, and now the when also too when you have the Japan pass, you can do stupid stuff like we we used to do sometimes. Like you want to go to like Shin Yokohama, which is just like ah, you can so. ride a bullet train from so, like so, so. the middle of Tokyo to the next station in Shin Yokohama in like five minutes so, or something. Shin to Shin Yokohama. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you can do crazy things that normal people would never do. <laughs> so, anyway, what I'm going to do is we're going to stick a pin in it this week okay. just because we had the earthquake special. <laughs> uh, and basically, we'll come back next week. Uh, next week, uh, at least on uh, music time, some portion, I want to talk a little bit about the Bluegrass 45, uh-huh. which was the first uh, kind of large touring or massive massive touring i guess uh, extensive touring uh, japanese bluegrass band in the united states on the festival circuit 
So we'll go ahead and touch on that. Uh, like I say, if you listen to us uh, one more time, if you listen to us on uh, iTunes or Stitcher, please go on there and rate us. Give us a rating. Claim this is the most unbelievable show ever. Uh, give us a thumbs up or um, maybe like JP's cards bowed up or no, blowed, blowed up, up. Blowed up. <laughs> or your building got bowed <laughs> up. <laughs> my car blow. That's gonna be that, that'll be the the episode today. <laughs> my car blowed up and my building bowed, bowed up. up. <laughs> oh, there we go. There but uh, so anyway, uh, basically, uh, go on there and like us. Uh, tell your friends about us if you've got any. Uh, probably if you're listening to us talk, you don't so. have many friends. Uh, but uh, we'll always know that we're your friend. If you want to email us a question or comment or uh, a praise or hate or anything like that, you can do that at johnpaulusa.jp at gmail.com. That's our email. Uh, you can check out Leona at www.fiddlingleona.com. That's fiddling, F-I-D-D-L-I-N-G-L-E-O-N-A dot com, C-O-M. And you can also find us if you're in Japan and you might be looking for some uh, vintage or Americana style items, you can visit us, uh, visit our online mega store uh, on on the internet. It's an online store which is on the internet at www.johnpaulusa.com. And always remember John Paul spelled J-O-H-N-P-A-U-L. USA is USA and .com .com. So, any other information you want to give out here at the end? Or? I think we... We're on... Leona's on Twitter, Instagram, Fiddlin' Leona. Uh, John Paul USA is johnpaulusa.jp. Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, you can find me... Uh, uh, my hashtag on Twitter is actually Tokyo Hillbilly. Not Twitter, but uh, Instagram. Uh, no, no Twitter, no? I guess it's on Twitter, too, but I only have like four things on oh, Twitter. So. Okay. So, if you don't see any pictures or anything I've done up, you can stalk me on Instagram by typing in Tokyo Hillbilly. Hashtag Tokyo Hillbilly. And then like all the pictures from the Tokyo Hillbilly. Actually, go do that and I'll know that you're listening. Or you can like, you can like hashtag already now. Do you know that? Oh, you can follow a hashtag. Yeah, yeah. So, actually follow the hashtag on Instagram, Tokyo Hillbilly. And then everything I basically put up, either me or even John Paul USA, most of the time will have a connector mm-hmm. to that. Connector, yeah. So you can connect to that. So yeah, just go on there and type in that Tokyo Hill and just like a bunch of pictures, and that way I know that you are listening and you're sending me your love through the internet. Oh, I see. So you prefer uh, a beautiful lady to be doing that, right? No, dudes can do it too. <laughs> it don't matter who does it, just as oh, long as some beautiful dudes. Yeah. Beautiful dudes, ugly dudes, beautiful women, ugly women. Everybody can do it. No, there's no, okay. there's no issues whatsoever. But anyway, we appreciate you for listening. And I'm JP. I'm Finland Leon. And you've been listening to the JP Pod. Have a wonderful day, night, morning, middle of the day, whatever time of day it is. Because we know one thing: if you're listening to us, you ain't doing nothing. Else.